0: You are listening to Episode 2 of Season 2 of The Design Influence with Albie Knows. Whether it's in your business or in your personal life, have you ever had those moments when it just seems like nothing you do is working? Like you just can't get a break or get it, right? Whatever it is. Yeah, I've been there. (laughs) And I am sure you have too. So what do you do when you're just in the thick of all of these feelings? What do you do when nothing seems to be working? This is a question that's been swirling around my brain for a while now, and while I am definitely still figuring it out, spoiler alert, there isn't a one-size-fits-all answer. But in this episode, I want to share with you some of the most common it's not working complaints I've heard, and some of them I've even said myself, and just what you can start to do to fix it. So... Let's talk. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Design Influence, a show dedicated to changing the conversation and creating impact on and offline. I am your hostess with the mostest, online interior designer, content creator, and nonstop idea machine, Albie of Albi Knows. If you're ready for some candid and caffeinated conversation about everything from growing pains as an entrepreneur to decoding design tools, to figure out what the heck it means to be an influencer, then turn up your earbuds and let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I am excited to talk to you guys about this because right now, as you're listening to this, you might feel like something is broken. And what do you do? What do you do when everything you do seems to just not be working, right? Whether you're a seasoned designer, a newbie entrepreneur, or somewhere in the middle, no one is immune to that feeling, at least once or twice, just feeling like you have no clue as to what you're doing. And if you haven't ever felt that way, feel free to shoot me a message and share with me your ways. (laughs) But here's the thing. You cannot succumb to the weight of that doubt, no matter how many times you just want to say, you know what, screw it all. I mean, at that point, you're just risking making no progress. So instead, you discern what's not working, why it isn't working, and then come up with a plan to fix it. So let's talk about some of these broken, not working things, okay? Your marketing. Everyone gripes about their marketing plan, especially in the beginning. I have a marketing degree, and I gripe about my marketing plan. Because you're worried about whether or not you're reaching the right people, attracting the right people. Hell, who are the right people? Your marketing, though, is so much more than creating a logo and choosing your brand colors. Does it all matter? For sure. But bigger than the pretty fonts and colors and lingo is the actual message that you'll be telling. How will your story, because you're telling a story... Spark interest in whoever it is you're talking to. Is what you're saying intended to be inspirational or aspirational? Do you want your audience to feel something? So, inspiration. Or do you want them to do something? Aspiration. If you're feeling like your marketing just isn't working, there is a strong chance it's because you haven't clearly answered these questions for yourself. Take a step back. Slow down and ask yourself if your message connects with your objectives. If you were anyone else, what sentiments would your message resonate within you? Stop marketing based on what you think people want to see from you and start marketing on what you know will deliver the message that you want them to receive. Social media. Now, some of you might be wondering why I've separated social media for marketing? So glad you asked. Can social media be used for marketing? Duh. But it's only a tool. Social media, if you think back to many, many moons ago, was rolled out as a way to connect people. While creating connections is one of the many tenets of effective marketing, the two are not synonymous. Social media is such a powerful tool, and I've talked about how it's propelled my career in many ways. But if it isn't harnessed effectively, it can also be a crippling distraction. In the past, I have gone on a year-long social media hiatus, and I'm currently doing a 21-day fast. So I know when it's time to shut it all out. But guess what? That in no way affected my marketing. Getting wrapped up in the vanity and the clutter is when social media stops, quote-unquote, working for you. So instead of fixating on perfect feeds and obsessing over likes and filters, ask yourself, why am I on social media? Is it to be a resource to potential clients, to serve as an extension of your portfolio, to connect with friends and family, or to share the other pieces of your life outside of design? Why are you here? Be honest and unapologetic about what you want from social media And watch it start to work. Client relations. If there was a support group for designers recovering from difficult clients, I am sure designers would be lined up for miles. Client complaints that I've heard have ranged from projects lasting forever to just not being paid. While these are all valid complaints, you have to be willing to ask yourself what part you played in the problem. Was your pricing clear? Did you walk your client through the timeline and your process? How specific was your contract? Are you attracting personalities that complement your own? While some people are just innately difficult to work with, there is almost always something you could have done to ease the situation. Like your marketing, put yourself in the other person's shoes so that you're more mindful of what your role is in the relationship. What can you approve upon specifically to prevent future hiccups? Whether it's better communication or just a few tweaks in your contract, don't simply complain and just huff and puff all over the internet. Look at the situation objectively so that you can course correct. Work life balance. Whew, and this one's a doozy. So, full disclosure, I am still totally working on this and. I don't know that I'll ever not be working on it because no one's work-life balance is going to look the same. Yours is going to look nothing like mine. For me, balancing time with my husband and my daughter with time for myself and time for my business is probably the hardest juggling act I have ever attempted. Admittedly, there's always a veil of guilt over everything I do, wondering if I should be doing something else. But I have gotten better at fact-checking my feelings. Are my feelings of imbalance coming from a place of inadequacy and or insecurity? Or am I actually neglecting an important part of my life? If it's the former, then that's mindset work that needs to happen. But if it's the latter, how can I better apply my time to the things that matter most? What working for someone else has taught me is that when I am off the clock, I am off, the clock. Running my own business shouldn't be an excuse to never unplug. My business may need me, but so does my family. And more than that, I need me. I remind myself daily that I cannot pour from an empty cup, as the saying I'm sure you've heard, and I just prioritize based on that. Finances. Woo! Money, 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 money. I can't sing. I'm gonna stop there. (laughs) But money is such a tricky topic. I figured I kind of ease into it with a little bit of a jokey joke. But more than being tricky, it's also really, really personal. And I've heard so many different kinds of money complaints, not having any and just not making enough or not spending it accordingly. And anytime, well, almost anytime I hear people talk about their finances not working for them, it's usually a state of mind. So many of us have a pretty unhealthy relationship with money, and we don't even know it. Whether it's from our upbringing as children or mismanagement as adults, by the time we enter the workforce or entrepreneurship, there is just so much unlearning that needs to happen when it comes to money. Most of it, we're never taught or We're just conditioned to not talk about it. So how do you make it work for you if you can't talk about it? Start by talking about it. Simple. Be honest about your fiscal situation, no matter what that looks like. And then really think about where you want it to be and why. What does financial health mean to you? What does it look like for your lifestyle? If it's that you're not making enough, what is enough? Quantify it, then qualify it. Don't just pick a number that sounds nice, but actually be intentional about the goal and the reason behind it. From there, you can actually come up with a plan. Today's episode was obviously a very, very truncated list of all of the things that you could possibly feel are just not working for you. But the overall approach is the same no matter what area it is that you're struggling with. One, identify the struggle. And I'm not talking about with vague, cliche terms, but get very explicit and honest and clear with the language you're using. Until you can be completely honest about what's not working, you will never figure out why it's not working, much less figure out how to fix it. Two, visualize the solution. And I don't just mean kind of woo-woo about the end goal, although there will be some woo involved. I mean being very clear, crystal clear about what it would look like if this thing was working for you. How do you even know it's not working? What does the alternative look like? See that in your mind's eye, write it down, whatever it is you need to do, hold on to it. And then you can work towards it. Which brings me to number three, creating a plan that actually addresses that problem, that struggle, and gets you closer to the visualization that you have. You may have to start at a very uncomfortable and unpopular beginning, but in the end, it'll likely pay off. Your marketing's not reaching the right people. Maybe it's time for a reband. Social media is too overwhelming consider doing a follower following purge. Your client relations are just constantly a struggle. Rethink the services you're offering. Your work-life balance just looks like shit and is totally non-existent. Outsourcing might be what you need to create some more white space. And if you're coping with an unhealthy money mindset, maybe talk to a therapist or a financial advisor to really help you work through whatever those blocks are. Number four, execute and commit. Whatever that plan is, you got to actually go through with it. You know exactly what you want things to look and feel like when they are working. So now you just have to follow the breadcrumbs until you get there. I would love to hear from you guys about specifically what isn't working for you, whether it's in your business or just the peripheral pieces of your life. If I get enough feedback for today's episode, we can do a follow-up Q&A episode addressing whatever it is that you guys share. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any of the new and upcoming episodes. And to catch up with me off the show and to submit your questions, be sure to follow along at The Design Influence or at Albie Knows over on Instagram. Till next time, guys. Bye.